Oh, that's five seconds. All right, welcome. All right, welcome to um, Alliance Chat. It's February 26th, 2021. So um, for those who haven't been to these before, usually what I do is I kind of talk about the notes I've made, and then we get to some Q&A. Um, I'm a big believer in not having long meetings, so if this gets to be around an hour, I'll probably call it to an end. I think um, uh, most groups aren't productive after an hour. So uh, let me get to it. So um, thanks for coming. Um, I tried to choose a time that would work for both real life and try and hit um, mainly uh, people, but I appreciate you if you're staying up late or you're getting up early or it's the middle of your day. So let's talk about the war. Um, so where we are now from where we were right after M2 is just an astounding turnaround. I, I don't think I could have predicted it, that we would be where we are and that where the our coalition would be. Um, it's simply amazing to me. Um, the morale was s such a big hit um, after M2. And have, for that to be turned around to the point now where um, all of Helm's Deep, all of those iHubs have been flipped. Um, the Imperium is down to basically one constellation in Delve, and they haven't been able to match um, our forces in any kind of serious fight. Um, those losses that we're seeing of some of their structures are, are really big um, hits to them. They'll they'll play it off if it's not, but um, it's it's very surprising to me. Um, uh, after the war, you know, we played it pretty conservative. I didn't know how this was going to go. Um, so, you know, we kind of um, brought some of our forces back to catch. Um, and I think that was the smart move. But now when I look at the war, when I look at the uh, uh, what other leaders are saying about the war and just the way we have seen the last several weeks of what goes on, um, I don't think the war is ending anytime soon. Um, I think it's still very much going in Pappy's direction, this kind of slow grind eating away at the Imperium forces, but it is a slow grind. Um, I don't think either side really knows how to end this war, whether there's going to be some agreement or a surrender or a fighting to the last ship or some miracle turnaround, but we really can't wait anymore. And I've been one of the more conservative ones on the command team about waiting to see, hedging our bets, uh, not overcommitting. But the time for that is over, and we have to act, and we have to make some decisions. And these are decisions that obviously um, I've agonized over a bit um, from the leaks. You've probably seen us discussing it in fairly brutal terms. But today I want to tell everyone that Aquarius is going to be Brave's long-term home. And there's a lot of reasons for that. We've been discussing it from the very beginning of this war about possibly going in. You can go back and look at statements about Legacy having... Delve Aquarius period basis after the war, and we're doing what we said we're going to do. There's a lot of reasons for Aquarius. Um, it's much easier to defend. Um, the Imperium treated it like a floodplain. I don't think we would do that. Uh, logistics of bringing stuff in and out of Aquarius is much simpler than catch. And um, we also ideally have access to low sec mining, which can be very, very lucrative at this time um, due to the scarcity mechanics. There's other reasons that we want to live in Aquarius as our main home. Um, I'm sure that'll be discussed in detail after this chat is over. We debated this for a long time about when to move, but we really owe everyone being honest about what's going on. So as of right now, 
Um, it's not a huge change in the what we need to do every day. Um, we still need to defend our existing space and we need to rally to fight off people in Aquarius. But you need to start understanding and make absolutely clear that our long-term main home is going to be Aquarius. There's a lot of things to sort out. Um, we got to sort out moon mining systems, corpse want homes, um, what parts of legacy are going to own parts of Aquarius. There's a lot to do, and then mainly there's the pacification of Aquarius. We still have some enemies in there. Um, they haven't been able to really contest us very well. Um, there's fights all the time in there. So our focus right now um, in Aquarius is going to be getting to that staging system in PTAG-Z, where we have a Keepstar, Sodio, and uh, Tatara, and pacifying that space. Um, people will have a lot of ideas of what we should do next and all the places they want to build out and all that kind of stuff and those are all great ideas we just want to wait on them so we're doing what we said we're gonna do and the most amazing thing which I never thought would be something I'd be telling you all is right now Brave owns more systems in Aquarius than Imperium owns in Delve which is simply astounding when you think about it so with all that talk about Aquarius uh, we can't lose sight of our existing places in catch and impasse. We are going to continue to defend them strongly, uh, but long term, we're not going to keep all that space. Um, so I, I expect Initiative and others are going to keep up the pressure. Um, that's what they're trying to do is distract us from our long term goals. And what we need is everyone joining fleets. The main thing you can do as, an, as a line member is join fleets respond to pings and help uh, in catch, in impasse as needed, and in Aquarius. So I don't want people to think that just because Aquarius is going to be our long-term home that tomorrow catch should be a desolate place. Uh, we need to keep up our strength in catch. We match initiative. Anytime we form up strong, we match them and we can beat them um, they don't really, uh, they have hit and run tactics that aren't really fun, but in a, a straight out brawl, we have been able to push them back pretty much every time. So, uh, let's talk about Brave a little bit. Um, the most astounding thing again in this war is while other groups are shedding people and people are bugging out, Brave is one of the few groups that has grown in size in every metric that you measure, activity, fleets, kills, pure membership, number of corporations joining us, Brave has grown through this war. So the idea that the Imperium has about we're ready to fail skate or collapse, nothing really could be strong, farther from the truth than that. We're the ones growing, not shrinking. And there's probably statistics out there people will link and talk about on the internet and all that kind of stuff. But you can see it for yourselves. Our comms are full. Our fleets are full. We're taking more space. We're doing more things. And the truth is evident for yourself. We don't need a, a talk show every Saturday to rev everybody up and kind of spin things. You can see the truth for yourself about what we're doing. People are having fun in fleets, which is what this whole game is about, having fun. All right. Um, there's a lot going to be going on in the next few weeks. Um, the thing that I want to talk about the most right now with everyone is the narrative and the spin. There is going to be a tremendous amount of spin from what I'm saying right now, um, and it will frustrate you and maybe make you upset, but I'm going to tell you right now that 
no one in the history of the internet has ever won an argument on the internet you will never change someone's mind on the internet so by responding to things that other people post online doesn't really do anything for yourself it doesn't do anything for brave and I would prefer if we just kind of stay out of arguing and let our guns and missiles and dreads and carriers and supers and titans do the talking for us so you're all free people to do what you want but I want you to think about um, focusing your energy on helping us win fights helping us move things that we need to move there's a lot to be done to make this successful and if you can put your energy into that instead of posting on reddit I think that'd be more rewarding for all of us so that's my long kind of talk um, overall we're doing well we're strong our wallets are rebuilding from spending a bunch of money on the cores which is good so um, I think we're in good straits I'm probably gonna make a video this weekend when I have time um, the kind of I don't know what am I gonna call it a state of the Alliance now I don't know I haven't decided yet maybe I need a drink so um, I can uh, start trying to answer some people's questions I'd like to ask if any of the other leadership here in the comms would like to say anything before we get into questions so I th I don't know is is shattered here I thought I saw him yeah I'm here I'll turn over the uh, the push to talk key to shattered <laughs> all right I have to stick now all right not much to add to that guys um, really just the big thing is the ADM works some of you guys have already heard from your corporate leadership that you know, there's certain systems where certain corporations are going to be working on and they're responsible for grinding up ADMs to make the systems easy to hold. Uh, obviously, this includes the stuff in Catch the GE Constellation, that general area. Uh, Braybox is being kind of realigned to help with this, so any of you guys that take advantage of the Braybox PvE and PvP stuff, you'll find that uh, if you're running in, if you're doing any sort of riding in this area or doing any sub-20 men gangs running around, uh, Brave Space and Queries and Catch, you'll probably be getting a bit of extra extra ticks onto your uh, your PvP activities for that. Um, really, that's all I have. Oh yeah, Joint Fleets, keep getting Doctrine shipped up in GE, or in PZ. Don't forget about GE, because we have Doctrines in GE that we're going to need uh, because we're reducing the number of Doctrines. It's really important that we have everyone able to ship into whatever we do have in catch when those leads go out. And obviously there's still some room there for uh, some generic kind of support ships, Blurpees and Rushcats, and obviously you should have Entosis in every staging. But for Brave in particular, obviously our priority right now is GE and uh, Quirius for Entosis ships. That's about all I got, Dunk. Awesome. And I can't stress enough, you know, Shattered, Zeke, all the entire FC team has been just doing an extraordinary job of running fleets, running defenses, running iHub um, Entosis fleets, but they need you. They need you to join fleet, have your doctrine ship ready to go, and participate. Our strength is in numbers, right? And uh, they are, the FC team is going all out all the time. Uh, I don't want them to burn out and I don't want them to get frustrated. So the way you help is join the fleet, spend that time helping the Alliance move forward. So we're not asking for your ISK. We're not asking for anything other than please join fleets and help 
help us win these things because when we get to having a strong base and home in Quarius, the payoffs are going to be huge for us. Any other leadership? I can't. The list of so many people in chat is amazing. So, um, or in comms. Algo was on earlier. I don't know if Norman or Abend or Push. I don't know. We're socks. Oh, there's my Norman right there. All right. Um, let's get to some of the questions that are in fleet chat. Um, when are we going to start upgrading iHubs and Quarius? We are up upgrading the iHubs and Quarius. So the people, um, the team, um, kudos go to Rafe and Kel and uh, Sadism for helping kind of uh, point the holdings characters in the right directions to where we should be upgrading iHubs. So we're doing that as much as we can. So that's underway. We have a process to do that. Um, so we have a channel upgrade requests and it has the instructions on if you know that we need an upgrade, how to do that. Uh, thoughts on impasse? Um, impasse, again, you know, it, it hasn't been as uh, hit as hard by um, uh, initiative uh, as I expected it to be. But um, again, I think we're going to be keeping, uh, you know, our main systems in impasse and catch our big, especially the Keepstar systems, which you know, no legacy Keepstar is going to get unanchored or anything like that. Um, but I think eventually we want to move our industrial base to PTAXI. And to answer the next question, yes, eventually the BPC program would be moving to PTAXI. It's just going to be a slow transition. We want everything to um, be done safely. Um, Yes, continue ratting everywhere, right? Uh, the, the ADMs help us a lot. So um, I know we run some ADM fleets in Quarius, but running up the ADMs by doing mining, by doing ratting in all of our systems is super helpful. So please continue to do that. So uh, Plan Aquarius for Exiled Gaming Corporation, I think that's the Imbor group, or is that somebody else? That is that's Imbor, yeah, that is Imbor. Right, so yeah, Imbor has been there forever. He's like the troll that lives under the bridge. We, we dealt with him when we lived in Aquarius years ago. I think for now, um, I would not try and YOLO your T1 industrials from high sec, low sec, and into Aquarius. Let's use our jump freighters. Um, I think we can deal with that at some point. Right now, it's not a big problem. And, you know, we don't want to antagonize that situation. Last thing we need is inboard to start hitting our structures. So um, it's not the end of the world dealing with him. You just have to kind of be a little more disciplined about getting logistics in. So a couple questions about impasse or uh, logistics and moving stuff. So yeah, we, we will be running some move ops, um, but again, we're not in a rush here. Um, this is mainly an announcement to tell people what our future direction is so that there's clarity. People want to know. They want to build some big things. They want to know what we're going to be doing in the future. Um, so we're trying to give people a lot of warning to what the future is like. There's no exact timetable. but like for the industrialists, we'll probably have a special industrialist chat. We don't want you turning a bunch of ore into minerals right now. 
because minerals are very hard to move. So um, we're going to have a steady, steady flow of jump freighters moving things from um, uh, all of our systems to where they want to go in the future. Um, we also have the ability to, we have, believe it or not, enough Titans that we can set up Titan change to bridge freighters safely from for, uh, Keepstar to Keepstar. So we'll be moving our assets slowly. There's no no rush in this right at this time. And I think each of your kind of uh, corp CEOs, you'll have your own strategies for how you want to do this. And my recommendation is, as always, is be be smart about this, but don't be foolish. So don't think you're going to YOLO your 15 billion worth of stuff because you think they're not paying attention and then get caught. Be safe. Get help. Um, don't. Don't take a loss you don't have to take. So Ben asked about catch after we win the take care of us and win the war. So I, I, again, I think what you see now is we don't own all of catch right now. We own some core systems in catch that are important to us. I think we'll probably have a few fewer systems in catch when we're kind of centralized in Aquarius, but we're still going to hold our main systems in catch um, going forward. We'll see how the war goes and what that exactly means, but right now, um, you know, we, we don't have an answer about exactly what systems and all that kind of stuff. If you're very concerned, you can put your assets into one of our major structures like the Keepstars or the Sodios. Um, those are very hard for someone to kill, so uh, if you're very concerned. But for the most part, I think start thinking about what for your personal game play, gameplay style what do you want to do and get those things started, at least having a set of them in Quarius so you can do what you like to do in Quarius. Um, question about the 7LHB Keepstar. Uh, I don't know what their plan is to coring it. I just honestly don't know. I'm trying to catch up on um, the chat here. So, you know, there's going to be someone asking about how do we respond to threats when there's strat ops and stuff like that. So I think basically um, you're just going to have to make some choices and the, the FCs will usually be around to, to kind of ping to Slack if there's something that is kind of critical for us that we need to do. So just always, you know, look at uh, who's pinging and what are they pinging about and is it a fun ADM fleet or is it, hey, we have some Entosis work to do, which is probably usually pretty important. So no hard and fast rule about that right now. Um, main focus of holding stuff in catch and mass uh, boiled down to GE and PZ constellations. Um, to some extent, yes, we're going to focus on where our core assets are, where our, our, our core structures are, and making sure they're they're easily defended. Some of the systems... They might be nice for ratting. They might be nice for having a couple moons, but we're not going to spread ourselves so thin. So we're still going to keep defending a lot of stuff in catch, but eventually when we're firmly established in Quarius, we're going to make some hard decisions about what exactly are we going to try and hold on to very strongly and which of these things are we're not going to spend a lot of energy on. Um, Jink reminds me to mention the Entosis bounty system. So there's been several pings um, for both doing Entosis to the enemy systems and killing uh, enemy Entosis pilots. 
Um, there is a form in Fleet from Jinx. Uh, you can read up more or ask about it on Slack, but that's super helpful to us is stopping enemy entosis, entosising the enemy, and especially killing their entosis pilots. Um, just like us, nobody likes to get blown up. They really don't like to get blown up either. Uh, there's questions about moving capitals and supers. Yes, we will We will do that. Um, we're probably going to do it very safely. There is a chain of keep stars that kind of avoids having those dangerous regional gates. So just talk to your corp CEOs, um, wait for pings. If you have caps and supers, you should be in those groups and there'll be discussions there. But again, I, I urge you, let's do it sanely and safely. Um, the PTAG Z is our tertiary, that means third level of where we want people to have caps. So if you already have caps in T, T5 or TTAC, I don't know, T5TAC, I'm losing track. T5Z, um, that's where we want them first. We want them in catch and GE second, and then third, put them in PTAC Z. So um, we shouldn't be doing a huge amount. If you're someone who's blessed enough to have already have capitals and soups in all those other locations, then probably there'll be some plans to uh, where to, how and where to do that in those Slack channels. Um, so the question is about UTAC-Q and ZXIC uh, keeps under enemy high hubs. Um, I think we'll deal with it in time uh, as if we think there's going to be a problem there. Um, again, there's just so much going on in the war right now. We have to just see where this goes. Um, I'm not super concerned about not being able to defend a, a keep star. Um, the, our opponents in this don't really have a huge super fleet uh, anywhere near catch that they could assault one of these uh, systems and it not be something that um, uh, could be brought into where we could gate capitals in or do whatever. Um, I think someone brought up in chat that uh, oh shit in Amencia was just saved this week and we're going to continue to have commitment from all of Legacy that keep stars will be kept and we won't we won't lose them. Again, we're just at a point in the war where the enemy is throwing kind of their Hail Mary pass of trying to attack our back lines um, and so they're going to keep trying to poke at us um, but at, at some point the war is going to shift in some way and they're probably going to have to decide where they're going to regroup. I have no idea when that's going to be, but um, probably that's the long-term thing. Just no no perfect answers right now, unfortunately. All right. Uh, what about initiative in the pipe between impasse and catch? Kind of makes it hard for us. Uh, yeah, well, we're going to need combat support. Um, again, you can't really easily just bring your uh, T1 hauler back and forth um, easily. So, you know, standing fleets, you can do more um, of assisting people, uh, checking gates and all that kind of stuff. Most of the initiative people are catching things in just attacks of opportunity, not in huge planned fleets. Are we getting ANSI's in Aquarius? Uh, yes, eventually we will. It's really a amount of, we have to hold the iHubs for at least, I think, 35 days. Um, and then we can start putting up the uh, Ansiplexes. All right, I'm kind of, I think I'm cut up in chat. 
um, other questions people have in comms. Yes, Doug. Uh, this is Safor from Bicro. Uh, what's the plan for those stuck in M2, please? I think, to be honest, the plan is probably uh, when uh, the jammers go in. I don't. There's a clock. Somebody linked it to me of, of when exactly the iHub is at the uh, right length of time that we can put jammers in. I think uh, as soon as we put the jammers in, um, that Keepstar would be assaulted and probably killed. And I assume the Imperium would then at that point not be able to hold their camp anymore. So I think unfortunately it means waiting till those jammers go up and the Imperium probably is going to have to leave when that happens. They're hoping we attack again a Keepstar system without the jammers up. But I think we're going to take the very conservative, slow approach of waiting till the jammers come up then then kill the keep stars. That's what works for us in the past when we tried to get fancy and avoid that. That's when M2 happened. So I think it's a it's it's really frustrating for the people who are stuck there. But I think that's the safest thing to do is just wait till M2 uh, hits the ADM level where the jammers go in, and then that's going to be basically um, they're going to kill that keep star and they're going to have to stop that camp. Roger that. Thanks. It's about eight days, if anyone was curious, for M2. So let's see what else is going on to talk about. Um, uh, overall, I think it's just um, from where we were at the beginning of January to where we are today is simply amazing to me. And it's really the result of a lot of people stepping up. Um, Rafe stepping up with a bunch of other people in Aquarius to really make that a place that um, we have a concerted effort to have a place there. Um, the FC team has been relentless in leading fleets, defending things, winning timers all over the place, and helping in the direct war effort. So it's just uh, so much hard work has gone in in the last couple months. It's just remarkable. Um, it's It's kind of funny that at the same time we're seeing all this progress and hard work and kind of unity about our goals, the internet seems to think we're about to fail skate. So um, I intend that we just continue to do our own thing, prove them wrong by actions and not by shitposting. All right, um, let's see. Well, I don't see a lot of questions in chat. Um, who else, anyone in comms want to ask something? Uh, yes, Dunk. Uh, yes, are you a new member? No, sir. I'm uh, a bit of a veteran, bit of a here-and-there guy. No, I see a very special member uh, joining the uh, chat, so I thought he was going to key up, but go ahead, Reaver. Is there any particular timetable for, um, for when we're going to be moving anything around, or is this kind of flying by the seat of our pants? Well, I think it's it's somewhere between the two, right? I don't want people flying by the seat of their pants. That's kind of being a little bit foolish about this. But if we put a set timetable in place, it's basically setting ourselves up for ganks. So I think, again, what we want is um, the people who are, have to move caps and supers, you're in those Slack channels coordinating with those directors about how you should be moving. If you have logistics for industrial stuff, um, I'm sure there'll be more discussions um, we have a very strong group in uh, BLT that's going to be able to jump freight things for people, usually in a lot of safety. 
if this mobile Sino beacon comes out, it makes the job of our jump freighting logistics and our capital logistics much, much easier. Um, so I, I would not go see to your pants, but I don't expect we're going to be publishing our move ops to the internets uh, well in advance. That that would probably lead to some bad outcomes. All right. Um, for those of us that are not in these particular groups in Slack, um, who should we get into contact with in order to get this wheel turning? Well, it, it, it depends what, what, if you're talking about caps, you should probably re reach out to Javik. If you're talking about industry stuff, um, you could talk to, you can Slack me, but mainly if you're moving industrial stuff and you don't have your own jump freighters, you're just going to want to contract it to BLT for them to move it for you safely. Understood. Thank you. Uh, hi, Junk. Long-time listener, first-time caller. I am, in fact, a new player. <laughs> Do you have any questions about Brave, sir? Uh, in fact, I have more of a statement than a uh, question. And I just wanted to say that I'm extremely... You've stepped up so hard to take the reins. Um, I wanted to say I've been listening for most of this. Uh, and I'm really happy that you guys are still taking care of each other and looking after one another. And I think uh, it's really important uh, going on on the internet. We still measure our success, how much fun per hour we have, and uh, then most of the more fun per hour than most of anybody else in the uh, Congratulations. Keep, keep it up. Thank you. Um, I can tell that you're probably on a mobile phone driving somewhere, so we caught most of what you said. But I appreciate you uh, waking from your Odin sleep to say those kind words. Kigali, could I ask, could I ask if you ping that as an announcement when you get a chance because it was kind of choppy to most people? Sure. Thanks, Brian. So could, well, you tell us, could, could you tell us what, what tomorrow looks like? Because we don't know what it's going to look like on Sunday yet here. So. Uh, it's, well, it's actually raining in Sydney, so... Uh, we finally get him to log in and we can't hear him. This is the fucking greatest thing ever. It's the brave way. Welcome to brave. The future has bad internet. Yeah, sounds like Tuesday to me. Oh shit, wait, it's Saturday. We're waiting for Starlink. It's Tuesday somewhere. Well, I'm glad all of you, especially you newer people, uh, who haven't really uh, enjoyed the presence of uh, Kigali, I got a brief taste of it. Um, I had the pleasure of being in uh, Sydney a couple of years ago for Eve Down Under, where we got to meet for the first time. So um, I'm very glad some of you got to hear him. I hope he can get more involved when uh, real life permits. Other questions while we uh, are all here? Um, Dunk, if I may. Um, not really a question, just more of a quote-unquote uh, request 
um, it's it's great to know that our numbers are, are are holding up, and it's great to know that new people are still still joining. But um, as confusing as sometimes this moment can be, even for established player in understanding uh, where to go next and uh, how to move things and how to settle down in a new space and all of that. Um, can we? I, I mean, people in Dojo and everywhere are, are, are breaking their backs and doing amazing work, but um, I think it's important that we try and do everything we can to make sure that all these new players that are still joining us uh, can still find a way to get some orientation and, and find their own like spot, especially joining in a moment so complicated. Uh, both because of the scarcity changes and the war and the fact that Brave is in the middle of, you know, relocating and all of that. Uh, because I feel like, uh, you know, the, this war is costing a lot to a lot of people um, and to the Alliance, losing space and everything. So I feel it's important that we maintain this, you know, slice of the identity in Brave and still be as welcoming as we can be to, to everybody new that might be a bit more lost than usual when moving to NullSec. Absolutely. That's a, it's a really great point. Um, I think it, it hasn't gone unrecognized. So uh, for those that weren't aware, uh, there were some announcements about for Brave Newbies, the Corp, which had kind of been treated as the Alliance itself is. Um, we've put in um, a group of people to kind of run Brave Newbies as a Corp the way other Corps that have joined the Alliance are. So um, being kind of pretty much led by Jinks and a, a few others like Paul and um, we've tried to make uh, Brave Newbies a place that as someone joins there, they're not just thrown into the maelstrom of the Alliance, they're thrown into a, a group um, that can help them and reach out to them. So uh, it's, it's a great point we'll try and keep in mind. I think we're trying to recognize that by by uh, having all the Corp CEOs feeling a little more empowered to bring their people along and then especially people who joined Brave Newbies proper to have a little more structure. I think they've already had their first meetings or was that today um, a court meeting for Brave Newbies. So um, I think that's one of the attempts we're going to make to do. If there's other suggestions, um, please reach out to the Dojo channel and we'll see what we can do. Yep, for Brave, um, we've got our second court meeting um, tomorrow um, for EU. Last weekend we had our um, US court meeting, so see you guys all there tomorrow who can make it. Yeah, I forgot to mention Gepa's part of that team as well, the BNI team, and uh, Gepa especially has been doing some amazing work on the recruiting side, um, doing cap cap recruitment, uh, checking through all that stuff, and so thanks again to Gepa for stepping up as well. Don't forget no to have it. Yes. Uh, if I could feel the second question. Sure. Um, one of my major concerns coming back to this game after another couple month hiatus is I'm noticing a bit of a trend whenever we move space. Um, we take to new areas like when we took to impasse and the enthusiasm is there for a long time. We get players who are willing to, you know, jump on a fight, defend brothers and, you know, in arms, take fleets out to defend space and whatnot. But as of the last, I would say, six months, I'm noticing a serious decline in the willingness to do pretty much anything. Um, well, I think, I, think, I, think, I think you might have been away for a little bit. I think what we have seen most recently in the last few months is people really stepping up um, participation. So I think maybe in the time you were away, things changed a little bit. But, um, you know, we haven't moved in, I think, three plus years. This war has been going on for eight months now. So um, 
I think um, there's just a lot going on. Um, I'm seeing the numbers. I see the activity of where we are. It's just spread out. So it may not be seen in your immediate space how much activity there is, but I see every day we're fighting in five different regions simultaneously, which is astounding. Um, You'll see. You may I? Yeah, go ahead. Let me go ahead. Let him answer his, ask his question. So my concern was not that we have lost, you know, like attentiveness on the front lines or anything, but I'm noticing that our activity back home is suffering a little. My concern is, is that when we shift to Aquarius, that most of these areas are going to suffer, you know, from a lack of people being there to defend space or to run content or... Uh, quite a many things, actually. If I may, Dunk? Yeah, go ahead. Well, I think you're referring to, because I know you, you live down in Impasse primarily, I think what mm -hmm. you're referring to and seeing is the big shift in the meta. We were discussing this um, earlier today, me and somebody else. There's a big shift in the meta with regard to the the massive capital pilots when we had a huge cap umbrella in Impasse, and Impasse was a place where you just don't come here end of, like Delve used to be. And what you've seen is that umbrella moved when the war started, and then slowly but surely the big crabbers stopped appearing. There wasn't as much of a, a fleet. Everybody started moving into catch because all the PvP was in catch. Catch got really, really busy. And then the meta shifting again because there's so much of a focus on Aquarius. But a lot of the, the small gang PvPers that would hang around in the Victor 3 gate are all hanging around in Aquarius now and getting their fights out in Aquarius. So I think it's just a meta shift rather than a as well as Dunk says, we pointed out the, the actual participation is up and is going up. It's just a meta shift in where people actually are and where they're active. But I do see your point with regards to we need to make sure we don't, and Dunk said it, don't um, neglect homelands while moving to our new areas. Yeah, that was that was the major point of the question. It is I'm worried that like impasse will be pretty much a dead zone. And it is a great money making an industrial zone. It's taken some serious hits, but at this rate, it will die. Well, again, I, I, we're not going to spend a lot of energy trying to make impasse uh, industry powerhouse again. That's not our long-term focus right now. So I think, again, we, we want to defend it, but we're not going to spend a lot of energy kind of bringing it to where it was before the war, where it was before all the scarcity nerfs and all that kind of stuff. Um, uh, Lil D from Avatis, yes, we need to talk about logistics at some point, so I, I, we're going to probably be having a discussion with the buyback groups and the industry groups about what this all means. Um, so definitely want to talk all that through. We just kind of want to get this message out um, broadly to the CEOs first and then to the line members today. And then I'm sure the next week will be nothing but discussion about uh, how what's the best way to do things. Um, I'll make one more point uh, while people think of other questions, and that is uh, we're living in just absolutely unprecedented times in EVE. Um, not only is this war going to be the war that people talk about for the next 10 years, we're living through CCP basically turning the game upside down with all the changes to scarcities, uh, where you can make money, nerfing things, ESSs, dynamic bounties, um, this whole quantum core thing for structures, if you really step back a few feet and look at it, or a few meters and look at it, they have upended the way this game works in the last year, and we're all trying to kind of get a firm footing, and they're telling us, 
we're going to keep changing it anyways under you. So we can make our, uh, what's this thing, men plan and gods laugh. Well, right now, CCP is the one who can laugh at us. So our, our plans will go as far as we think they will work in the way the game is working now. But if the game changes, we have to be willing to change. And I think what you're seeing now is our reaction to about a year of these nerfs and changes that CCP is doing in addition to the way the war is going. So this is our best plan forward right now. But don't be surprised if in three months CCP announces some new thing that radically changes the way this works, though either the way we make money or how we operate, we may have to change again. And that's good because it keeps it uh, a fun game to try new things. But there's some of us that don't like a lot of change, and that'll be frustrating to them. Other questions people have? Um, John, could I ask something about... Um pings i know it sounds really really go, go go for it go for it i've always been big on um getting newer players involved i remember when i was nervous i was new in brave and it's only asking a couple of people i thought okay i can tag along on some kind of e-war i'd like us to update our pings to sort of almost have a little bit at the bottom that said if you've done barely anything before this is what you come along with or indeed not. Just to, you know, we're bringing people in. Let's um, let's get them at the sharp end as well. I think that's a great idea. I think uh, Shattered and Zeke are probably still here in comms who oversee the FC team. So um, I think that's a great idea. I would defer to them about um, uh, how they want to in instruct the FCs to what should be in the pings. But I think that would be great if you can't run the doctrine. This is what we need. So. Um, I, I think uh, it's a great suggestion. The little chat that's going on in the, the fleet chat right now regards to FCs, anyone can um, step up, but I would like to say a, a big shout out to the couple Darkfire, BFG, Celeste, Destiny, Questionable. They've all stepped up in the last couple of weeks and FC'd fleets off their own backs to save sometimes critical infrastructure, iHubs and stuff like that. And anybody can do it. You just need to step up and have the confidence and even ask for a backseat if you can get one. But anybody can do it. I have a question, Dunk. Um, so we have, on Paul's point, we have a number of aspiring FCs who are doing all they can to step up, doing all they can to take fleets out and stuff. Uh, but their obstacle at the moment seems to be the recruitment process. And so I was wondering what, what is going on with the FC recruitment process. Yeah, I would leave it more for Shattered and Zeke. Uh, sorry, the question was regarding FC recruitment? Yes. Um, there's not much backlog right now. There's a few pending applications. Um, I'd say really the only... Um, no? There's really not many issues. There's, there's applications are if, if an application is being held up, it's usually because it's like applying to any of the SIG and Brave. It's you know missing alts, that sort of thing. It's it's pretty common stuff. Um, if you're applying, if you're thinking of applying to be an FC, if you're thinking of applying to be an FC, uh, my best bet for you is to make sure you're in the channels in Slack, Copfleet Command. Uh, make sure that you are. Um, 
you know, just Roman fleets, Roman fleets, take Romans out, ask the uh, tagged FCs to help you out with some advice and some backseating. They're not too much of the process. The applications get processed when they get processed, so no. I wouldn't, I wouldn't, uh, I don't really think there's any particular hold-up right now. I, I don't know if I understood the question. Would you mind asking it again? Yeah, so my, the question was regarding FCs who have applied. I know of a number of FCs who have applied and are in the process of applying, but it seems like they're being held up because I've had, personally, a few a few aspiring FCs coming to me and asking what's going on with their with their application, what's going on with the process, what what's holding them up. Um, so we do have, I mean, I would say we have a, about a 14 to, to like 18 day average wait time. Um, and that's just because, you know, a lot of our, a lot of the recruitment team that actually handle the majority of the ESI checking are working through a, you know, a, a larger backlog and, and a division of their responsibilities. So a lot of folks have things to uh, to do and they're juggling those. And, and sometimes we, we do get a little bit of a, you know, between a 14 and, and 20 day, we'll say, uh, lag time sometimes on FC applications. Um, we have actually, in, in full disclosure, we have been having some discussions about making some refinements to process there. Um, so we actually hope, you know, by the end of first quarter and beginning of second quarter of the year, of the year this year, uh, to have some really substantial changes in um, in in the like the way that we organize FC activities, FC recruitment, FC mentorship, and uh, and advancement. Um, so we've got a lot of you know things that are going to be changing for the better, I think. Um, but there's you know change is slow and and change is is, is friction, right? So we have a lot of uh, you know, a lot of other things going on uh, right now. So people are pretty busy and, and kind of at capacity. So we are chipping away uh, at a lot of these problems, and, and certainly we do we do recognize and, and we do take a priority to um, to making that system more streamlined. But for right now, you know, we we are aware, yes, of, of some of the holdups, and we're doing the best we can. Um, obviously, if you guys are, you know, if you have a pending application and you're waiting. Um, more dialogue is always great, so you guys can hit us up uh, in um, in Slack or in Discord. Um, Shattered and I are, are pretty accessible folks. We'll we'll talk to anyone, so don't feel like you have to go through proper channels. You know, if you're work, you know, for different channels, you know, you can come to us directly if you're waiting on a FC application, and we can always take a look uh, for you. So, hopefully, that's a good answer. All right. Um, I just noticed that Kigali posted in uh, announcements um, his mobile internet was cutting out. So you can read what he says over there in um, the announcements ping he just put out. Um, other questions people have. Um, what am I missing out of either the fleet chat or in people want to ask about? Uh, this is a question for Javik. Uh, carrier plus fax roam one. Soon TM. After we're done all the uh, move ops and stuff, I'll probably get a good third of our capital force blown up all at once, so stay tuned. Copy that. All right, I would ask uh, other members of uh, leadership that are in here. I think I saw Norman. Norman, do you have anything that you want to say? If you see init shooting structures, go chase them away. It doesn't take much. Yes, please follow Norman's instructions. If you see the I, bad guys, shoot don't, them. Don't even follow my instructions. If you see them shooting a structure, go chase them off, because I'm only on so many hours a day. I chased a 10-man bomber fleet off with one Kestrel. So they're not trying very hard. 
just got to show a little effort. I see our uh, former CEO, glorious CEO, Nancy Crow. Um, Nancy, do you have anything you want to add, or are you happy to be in retirement? I'm definitely happy to be retired. Um, I would say just kind of the way things have been for the last little while is probably um, a bit weird for Brave that we've been so settled down for so long. Kind of back in the early days and kind of through the mid-phase of Brave, we, we tended to move around a lot more, either because we had to or because we needed to move around and expand. And each time we moved, it it's a pain in the ass. Moving moving always sucks. It's it's really bad for the industry guys or just people that have kind of spread out their assets like I have. I'm not looking forward to consolidating everything. But at the same time, every time we've moved, it's been a huge opportunity and a huge growth factor for Brave, just giving us an opportunity to do something new, light the fire under a lot of people, and I'm pretty excited to see what happens. Um, I don't know if I see Avend or Algo here, but um, Shattered, is there something you'd like to mention? Um, yeah, generally, if anyone here is, uh, you know, just hanging around and wants to know what they can do to, to help contribute. It's a lot of the stuff you guys are already doing. Uh, being active in standing comms, responding to those trolling hosts attempts, y'all get in-game notification anytime one of our iHubs TCUs gets reinforced. You're, you're literally being paid now to shoot and toast the ships that yeah, pop up on our iHubs and stuff. So, uh, Same goes for things like ADMs. Uh, a lot big thing is... Uh, is ADMs and uh, making sure that the systems are as hard to attack as possible. If you go on Dotland, look up Brave iHubs and then figure out which ones have a lower lower activity defense multipliers. So that's uh, the places that we're going to need the most loving. Uh, and last but not least, if anyone's looking to get into any of those uh, high-level SIGs or as anyone is uh, working on training doctrine ships, in Slack, there's like the Fast 15, and on the wiki, there's the main doctrine pages that show you all the doctrines that we fly in Brave. Uh, so definitely getting more of those available. Uh, more of those um, ready and trained into and staged in our respective stagings. And of course, if you're looking to apply to any of the higher level SIGs, Capitals, Black Ops, Fleet Command... Uh, recon, any of those things. Uh, get in touch with the people that run those SIGs or talk to them or uh, read the wiki and figure out what you need in order to be able to get into those groups and then go ahead and apply. I think what we need right now is we just need people online, active, and engaged in whatever the alliance happens to be doing, be it standing fleets, fun fleets, uh, strat ops, coalition content. The coalition stuff is it's kind of huge right now because yeah, we're making good games and queries. We're defending catch just fine, but delves where the delves where we're going to put the final nail in the coffin, right? So, and when you're seeing those Voltron pings go out, regardless of who's running the show, it doesn't have to be a brave FC. It could be a test FC. It could be an Evictus FC. It could be fuck. Sometimes it's a Panfam FC. It's like a Horde FC or a PL FC. We're all one big happy family right now, at least till this war ends. So, uh, you know, join the party. <laughs> So this is kind of a question for Norman. Uh, when are we going to get, like, more moons and stuff? Because, you know, moons can benefit all of the economy and whatever. And, like, That is a good question. Um, we have the moons 
the every single moon in Aquarius has been scanned at this stage, so we know what the composition are, like what which ones are R62s, R34s, R32s, that sort of thing. But uh, right now we're just putting some plans and pricing together for Aquarius, because obviously it's no, it's not like it's not like impasse in peacetime where you can just go undock and drop a rock on a moon and sit there for four hours. It's, it's um, same with when we cut the rent rates and catch an impasse in half. Like from this point onward, because obviously the space is pretty hostile and it's not easy to mine anymore. Um, we're going to be looking at some. Uh, initially, we'll start with some fairly lucrative mining rates, and then uh, we'll scale things up from there. But uh, public moons, I would say, within the next maybe week, probably start seeing some public moons cropping up in queries for you guys. Nice. Mainly just like R sixty fours, things like that. Wait, public R sixty? Yeah, I mean, just like we do in catching and passing. There's, there's already four moons. Oh, there's okay. Yeah, there's UTEC-HI1Y, YAP, and OTK. Will there be changes to the timer boards? As the previous were you know, on the down low. But the poles? Oh, they're, yeah. They're not, they're not taxed, so therefore they're not on the... For technical reasons, they can't no. be on the moon site. So we can add them to the moon site, then they start being taxed. But they still, they still ping in the moon pings. Channel. Uh, what channel is that? Pings dash. Uh, yeah. But those have All been right, there so we'll, for months. All right, so we'll we'll try and be more clarity. Uh, you know, we're not going to be dropping a ton of Athenors in queries just yet, mainly because it's just more things we have to kind of fuel and. Uh, defend and until we really get our the pacification a little bit further, I don't want us to put a whole bunch of structures in um, until we really feel strong enough that it's not going to be a, a pain to defend them all the time. So um, it, there's already some there. We'll be adding more over time, but we're not going to go to 100 moons in the next few weeks. All right, before we wrap this up, I wanted to reach out to Ezekiel. I think you're in comms. Did you have anything you wanted to add about this? Um, and for the record, Zeke. Uh, has both been advocating to me strongly in frank and honest terms for a long time that I should have had this meeting long ago, so I will give him the public acknowledgement um, that he's been pushing for this meeting for a very long time. And uh, he also has been leading fleets while having the coronavirus, which I uh, he's a stronger man than me. So, Zeke, do you have anything you want to add? Nope, I'm good. State of Brave is strong. Proud of you guys. Keep going. Legend. And then uh, also I think Rafe is in comms, and Rafe's been kind of doing a great job of helping coordinate all of the craziness that's going on in Aquarius. Uh, Rafe, um, I know you were in the early, earlier morning meeting. Is there anything you want to add to this overall Alliance meeting right now? Uh, Laurie, I think you guys are all just doing a good job. Keep it up. Keep working on ADMs. All right, any last questions people have that... Um, they want to ask either in chat or in mumble before we kind of wrap this thing up. Uh, could I just add, it's not a question, but I couldn't be prouder to be a bra member of Brave than I am right now. We're doing great stuff. I hope everyone else is proud too. Well, thank you. Um, the, you know, the strength is everybody working together, so I, I really appreciate that. All right, I think, go ahead, question. Uh, no, well, no, it's a bit more of a piece of advice for people who are, you know, uh, considering moving stuff, given the fact that we're going to be shifting a bit more focus to Aquarius. 
regarding BLT contracts, if you move stuff first to a, a nearby hub and then contract it to BLT to have it moved across regions, it'll be a lot cheaper for you. You can also have plus Palmer on Slack. And that's it. Great. All right, well, unless, unless I hear anybody speaking up that they want to talk about something more, and I'm sure that everyone will want to talk in regular comms uh, for the next week or so about this, I think we're ready to wrap it up for now. Um, we're right at about an hour, which is usually what I like to wrap things up. Right on it. Dunk, Good time. May I uh, plug a recruitment? Yeah. Yes, uh, Navrin, who's our, one of our lead <laughs> recruiters, does enormous amounts of work behind the scenes. Go ahead. All right, everybody. Uh, so, as you know, Brave is recruiting all the time. Our doors don't close. Um, so if you have friends that are discouraged because of the war, maybe they're in a hostile corp. That's okay. Have them apply here if they're interested in playing with, with us and you and having fun, and our team will try our best to get them in. Our doors open. When people post statistics, if you haven't noticed, Brave has increased in activity as the war has gone on compared to almost all others that have gone down. So keep on doing what you're doing. Show up, enjoy your time playing, and tell your friends that we are recruiting. Hey, friends, we're recruiting. All right. I think we're going to wrap it up at that point. Uh, I just want to end. Um, I, I, I just want to echo Kigali's words. I couldn't be prouder of everyone participating in our group, our community. Um, the culture in Brave is, believe it or not, different than pretty much everyone else in this game. The respect you treat each other with, even though we have our slap fights every now and then, is remarkable compared to other groups. And I think when you talk to people who've been in other groups for a while and come to Brave, you'll hear about how different it is here and how people are treated here compared to other places. And that's a kudos to everyone involved, right? Because it takes everybody being respectful um, and focusing on having fun to have it being a good, fun, respectful place. It's not just uh, one or two people. So thank you all for doing your part to maintain uh, what makes Brave special, special. All right, I'm going to stop recording now. Um, I don't know where everyone is, but it looks like a great time to go out in some fun Roman caracals and blow shit up. <laughs>